um, I would tell my activity staff, my, uh, and I would tell them that the rest of the team, we are providing, we're keeping the residents or the patients alive. Your job is to give them a reason to live. Where you see people within the, the nursing home structure or the, in, in a nursing home and they just don't belong there. They just, they don't know any other options. They don't know where else to go. This is where I believe adult bakers come into play. I don't like calling them clients. I don't like calling okay. them patients. I like calling them participants. Why? Because they're participating in a service that we provide. Welcome to the Nursing Home Podcast, your go-to source for professional insights in the long-term care industry. Hear from leaders and experts as they share current and practical insights to help make the most of your day. I'm a long-term care financial specialist. What that means is I help people plan for the inevitable. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to think about getting old, but it's possible that someday we might need a little bit of care. Here's your host, nursing home administrator turned podcaster, Shmuel Septimus. Welcome to this episode of the Nursing Home Podcast, the only podcast that you need to listen to to understand the goings-on of the nursing home space, a space that there's so much misinformation and confusion um, in regarding to how it works, how to find a nursing home, what are good ones, what are bad ones, how to operate them. Today, I have the opportunity to bring on the Nursing Home Podcast, the administrator at Ambassador Adult Medical Daycare. Um, We met, I met Morty Grubin in Lakewood back in the summer in New Jersey. And we had the opportunity to stay connected over the last few months. And we realized that the adult daycare world is, is very misunderstood or we don't really understand what it is. So Morty, welcome to the, to the Nursing Home Podcast. Thank you for taking some time for joining us today. Just to start this off, Morty, our listeners don't know who you are. And the show is not about me, the show is not about you, but just to frame the conversation a little bit, would you mind just sharing a little bit of how you got to the world of adult daycare centers, and then we'll move in a little bit, start digging in a little bit more. Absolutely. Okay. So my name is Morty Grubin. Um, I've been in the healthcare field now for a couple of years. Uh, I started in the nursing home industry um, and, you know, went through the AIT training, uh, got my license, um, and then stayed in, in nursing homes for a bit. Um, and then I was really exploring and looking within health healthcare um, as to you know what's out there and the needs. Um, you know, there's diff- many different models as we all know uh, within the healthcare field. Um, at one mm-hmm. point, I was you know th- I was thinking of going into the rehab world, being that I do have a major in psychology, and combining that with my training within the you know within the uh, healthcare setting within a nursing home, I felt that maybe I can combine both. I have a passion and, and you know, in that psychology part, and then also within healthcare with my license, I thought maybe it would be great to, you know, enter that rehab world. It is a very tough field to get into. And, you know, and it really, it was a coincidence that I, that I, I, I got into adult medical daycares. Um, at, at first I, I, I was a little skeptical. Um, I definitely love the model of how, you know, how it was structured and how it's built and how, how things are ran, how, you know, it's very, it's all focused on, you know, uh, it's outpatient, it's focused on, on, on you know, um, a specific amount of hours, 
and then they just go home and then again then the next day they come back again so that whole model which I'll, i'm sure we'll get to in a second and, and explain a little bit more about it um um you know was something that really caught my eye and, and, and just to tap into the rehab world which i'm currently not in as of right now but it's something that also very similar very outpatient they get in there they come for services and then they go back home um, um you know with partial cares rehabs adult day cares very similar model so that's really my background um and you know and if you you know my passions were always on the leadership end of it and just leading not only not only uh staff but also just making sure that you know there's a tremendous need out there on in, in every level um for the elderly for seniors for their families for their caretakers for you know and i, I in which we'll again we'll get to in a second about adult daycares and and why and my passion and why i feel this is this is you know something that has not been um outspoken or sp spoken about in the community or within the healthcare field a lot because i feel like many people just don't know and this is why i'm i, I feel i am very you know very uh uh, thankful that I'm on this platform to share that and, and to really give people an understanding as to what's the purpose, what's you know what's the goals of adult daycares, and where I feel the, the you know the, where the future is going with adult daycares. Got um, it. Okay. Well, thank you for that for that background. I really appreciate that. And just sure. to clarify uh, for me and for the listeners, when you say rehab, you're referring to the nursing home space, right? Is that correct? When I say rehab, okay, so that's. So it's not nursing homes. I'm saying that when I when I said I was focusing on rehabs, it was more on the um, on actually drug rehabs and, oh. and focus on uh, yeah. So substance abuse. Correct. Yeah. So it's it's you know it's different. It's very different. But the models of an adult daycare, the whole model of outpatient, the model of them coming in, getting a service, and leaving. It really, it really is, it's, it's different. It's not like, you know, a nursing home. We're again in a subacute, they are coming, right? They're getting their, they're getting their therapy, they're being cared for, um, and then the goal is to get them out. Um, but then there's also a long-term care component to, to, to nursing homes. So again, now that, that, that I didn't love it, I loved it, I loved it, but this, just that rehab part and that whole outpatient and where they come in, get services and go back home, you know, um, was something that I really truly loved and I felt that it was something that really tapped into my interests. Got it. Okay. So the myth, we always love jumping in at the myth. So the myth in the nursing home world, and I know this uh, because I've had family members, residents asking the same question, is this a jail? Am I allowed to leave? Am I here forever? Is this a one-way street? Am I going to die here? When am I going to die here? Am I going to die sooner because I'm here? These are the types of questions that people ask, and that is kind of the general understanding is that the answer to all these questions is yes, it is a jail, <laughs> and you cannot right. leave. And it, to me, it seems, again, we'll, we'll jump more into this in a moment, but the model of an adult day center, and you're a medical center, we'll get to that distinction in a moment, is that there is something in between a nursing home and, and a community-based setting whether that's the home or an independent living or an assisted living. But the point is the, the place where one lives does not necessarily have to be the place where one receives the treatment that they need or even the uh, enrichment. I don't like to call it entertainment because it's more than entertainment. Just parenthetically, um, I would tell my activity staff, my, uh, and I would tell them that the rest of the team we are providing, we're keeping the residents or the patients alive. Your job is to give them a reason to live. So don't think that it's like the nurses, oh yeah, 
the, the nurses are, they're giving out medication, rehab, they're doing rehab, the maintenance people are making sure everything works, the housekeeping. No, 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 you guys, this is an integral part because if they're healthy and they have absolutely nothing to do, why are they living? So, so, so are nursing homes jails? So yeah, there are rules, you know, when somebody, if some, if you have a pair that's saying that you're in a post-acute care setting, they mm -hmm. expect that you're there because you cannot be cared for properly in another setting. And therefore, it's not a jail. You know, there are Medicaid, you know, uh, leaves of absences, which are permitted. Even Medicare, there's some leniency. But at the end of the day, you're expected to be there. So w what is it that you mentioned earlier that you find so fascinating that pulled you, you know, you knew healthcare was pulling you, but more specifically to the adult daycare center? And why is that model something that you feel there's, like you mentioned earlier, there's like missing information and it's not spoken about? What are you referring to? Um, I feel like there's a, f a few things that I'm referring to. Number one, I feel that society in general is, is there's a split within healthcare. This is my own, uh, my own theory. People can agree and disagree with me, but I feel like there's a, there's a split. There's a lot, there's a lot leaning towards, you know, you know, you know, the more it used to be, as we all know, healthcare was a little bit more institutionalized. It was very, you know, you walk into, I remember when as a kid, an old age home, right? You know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a sight to see. I was, you know, as a kid, you get, you get a little taken back. And, and I think society and as, as the years went by, it was focused more on, on making it less institutionalized. That's why all the, you know, all the regs came up and, uh, and it came in and, and, and I, I think that's why it's, it's right, you know, to, to, uh, it's supposed to be a home-like environment, right? That's the quote correct. from the regulation. Correct. So the goal is, and, and there's a lot of different, right? There's a lot of different, uh, 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 projects, whether it's the Eden, uh, theory or, or the other things that, you know, to make it more home-like to, to, and, and there's a lot of, and it's leading towards in that direction. Now, mm -hmm. adult daycares has been out forever, for, for quite a while. I believe that the the way how society is working and the way how it's going, it's going people, and this is from just my own experience and talking for people that have been in the field for many, many years, society is going in that direction. Now, nursing homes will always be around. Uh, system livings will always be around. But I do feel, and I'm sure you've seen this in, within your own experience, where you see people within the, the nursing home structure or the in a nursing home, and they just don't belong there. They just, they don't know any other options. They don't know where else to go. Some people do need, and some people for their families, it's very important. At the same time, there's many, 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 I would say probably thousands of people that don't really belong in nursing homes. They can still, are they're very independent. They can still live out in the community, but they still need some kind of level of care. This is where I believe adult daycares come into play. And I believe that society, it's, it's becoming not only more accepting, but people are actually, you know, they're opening up and saying, okay, there is, you can like age in place. There's an ability to still live in the community. You know, if you need a nursing home, there's always options out there. We can still live with your family and still be independent while we provide, while an adult daycare steps in and provides the amount of care that's under one roof. And even beyond, you know, beyond coming to the center, you know, the amount of care that we provide just, just ongoing when even they're at when they're out of the facility, which again, well, I'm sure we'll get to in a second, is is is, is incredible. It's something that really not only them, again, not only their caretakers or family family members, but even their doctors are, you know, are 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 
in, in, in you know they're beyond thankful and we're a tremendous tremendous help and i'll be honest i had a doctor two weeks ago come over to me and he's like he's like you don't understand he's like you're taking care of my patients i'm able to bring in more new newer patients i don't have to have these you know how you know how these people work they come they, they come back for the same issue over and over and over and over and over again you know we're we're we're, we're minimizing that their doctors are happy the clients happy family members are happy um and again, and I'll get to in a second as to how we do that and what our services are and how, and, and, the, and the goals of adult daycares and, and, and what we do out there for them and for their communities and for their families. Awesome, awesome, awesome response. First of all, for the listeners to just take note, you can just see how Morty just turns on and you see how passionate he is about this and about this untapped resource. But I just want to comment on a few things he said because that was absolutely amazing. Um, one thing is, just from the beginning of your comments, is nursing homes generally see adult daycare centers as a resource to minimize hospital readmissions, meaning we want to send them home and we want them to stay home. We, in a perfect world, we want them to stay home for at least 30 days or even permanently if they can manage. We know that there's home care companies. There are, we know that there are community resources that can help with that. And adult daycare centers is one of those resources, which we generally, and maybe other administrators can chime in, um, but, generally don't work directly with adult daycare centers. We'll work directly with a home care company. We'll send our rehab team home and see what the house looks like and then be in touch with a home care company. And this is a lot of times where the communication breaks down is when the home care company uh, didn't really communicate. It was just the first day. uh, Because otherwise, sometimes you have stories where uh, an ambulance will discharge a resident from a nursing home to a sidewalk, assuming they're going to make it in, and they end up having their first acute event right there on the sidewalk or on the steps getting up to their house uh, and before they never even make it home. But generally we don't interact directly with with adult daycare centers and which, which is, which is a pity because of the immense tremendous value that you provide. But even before that, or I guess after that, if you go through a, a regular nursing home and you'll walk up and down, you will find to the outsider, to the uneducated, the, someone who's not clinical, someone who doesn't know the world of nursing homes, it's just like those picture books for kids. What does not belong? You'll see people who are, who are clinically challenged. You'll see people who have problems. They have, you know, they're, exactly. they're dependents for care, clearly dependent for care. And then you see three people who are just kind of walking up and down the hallways and everything is fine. And you wonder, why are they in the nursing home? Why can't they stay in a, in a, a real home-like environment? And yes, they might need some services. They might need some help, be it if it's in their mental health, be it if it's in their physical health, be it if it's with their feeding uh, to mm-hmm. some extent. But why can't we manage that not in this institutionalized setting? Now, for some people, don't get me wrong, a nursing home is the best thing for them socially because this is what they need but for so many people you're like why can't they make it out there um in the world so now i know you have a lot to say but let's focus this conversation specifically um for someone who's not familiar at all with what an adult daycare center is so give us a short version of what a patient resident however you refer to them a client what do they what services do they receive at a regular adult daycare center, and then we'll talk about the distinction between a regular adult daycare center and a medical adult day center, sure. which I think is yours. So go ahead, sure. start from the first one. So, so just to, uh, before I even answer this question, I just wanna clarify one thing, which I actually, it's funny that you said you weren't sure what, what to call the people that we service. Yes. Um, I, I like calling them, I don't like calling them clients. I don't like calling okay. them patients. I like calling them participants. Why? Because they're participating in a service that we provide 
And I feel like just, you know, by giving that name to them, when they come to know, like, oh, you know, I'm a client. I'm like, you're not a client. You're participating in a program. You're here to, you know, the goal is to get your services and to go back home. So it's, I call it participants. That's just my, my own little theory. Going forward, the name will be participants. I love that. Okay. So great. To someone who doesn't know, I never visited an adult day center, uh, adult daycare center. So what exactly, what services do adult daycare centers provide for their participants? Okay, so the, there's a social part, and it, I, I'm, I'm currently in the medical daycare field. So there's a social part, there's social daycares, and then as you said, there's medical daycares. As a medical daycare, it's, it's, a, it's both social and clinical combined. Um, so I'm going to split them both. On a social level, they're involved, whether it's entertainment, whether it's, you know, um, we bring in entertainment to the, to the facility, we take them on trips. Like right now, they're unloading their buses, just came back from shopping. And, you know, um, next week they're going to a, a Blue Claws game. Uh, I think they're going to an aquarium. There's a lot of different, on the social level, there, there's a lot that is out there. On top of that, we even go to restaurants. They, we know, we try to even help them, you know, understand, you know, for some of them, they, you know, it's, it's interesting. A lot of them, you know, they, they, What's the right where they go? They, they they go backwards in the sense of like their health and, and and some of them even have dementia. So we help them with you know they pay for themselves. We sit with them at the at restaurants and they order for themselves as well. So there's a lot of you know acclimating them to again to to back you know into a community and society. society exactly. And it's really focusing on their independence. Um, at the same time, on this besides the social level, um, there's a social worker on staff for any any you know any kind of need whether it's for themselves, family, whatever it may be. Um, and there is, you get free meals, you get free transportation to and from to, uh, to the center. Um, and then there's the clinical part, which I believe they come in thinking that there's, they're, co- they're coming to like, you know, to, uh, to a, a club, you know, this is a club, you know, this is like exciting. They get free food, free transportation, free trips, free everything. At the same time, they're mostly coming for their clinical and we don't focus on that. We don't, we, you know, we try to market that towards more to the family members and to, even to them, I'm saying to a certain extent, it depends on how, how, you know, if they're, if they, you know, but at the end of the day, we're not, we're focused on, we're here to give you a good time. At the same time, just a clinical end of it, where we have a, under the director of uh, nursing, we have a director of nursing here and we provide, you know, we manage their medication, we manage their blood pressure, their, their blood sugars, we manage their weights, we have a pharmacist consultant, a dietitian consultant, we have a, a physical therapist that we outsource that's in-house that's, that currently does his uh, physical therapy. We have um, a hearing aid um, um, a company that comes down to check their hearing. We have a podiatrist, we have vision, um, we have um, uh, even a beautician on staff. Um, the list goes on and on and on. I'll be honest with you. I'm saying I can't tell you that every daycare has all these services. I can tell you that we do, um, and you know, and I can tell you under one roof, they come here for X amount of hours, and these people, you not only not only do they leave different, but their family members know, and the and and I can tell you just one or two stories, interesting stories that just recently happened. Go ahead. Um, you know, I can tell you one story. Two uh, what was it maybe a week, a week and a half ago, uh, I got a call from. I got a call from the doctor um, and he was telling me that he, the director of nursing called him, letting him know that one of the new patients that came, that came in, their medication ran out or their blood pressure medication ran out and it, it wasn't renewed for three months. And 
if I would tell you how not only thankful were the, were the family members and, and the client and the doctor, because this person can drop dead. I'm saying, you know, you don't, the, 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 and, and this guy had, you know, it wasn't a, it was a severe case. And, you know, and this, I feel like, you know, emphasizes us to the importance of an adult daycare, of where the, the care, you know, only starts when they walk in. It starts when they walk in, but it continues all throughout the day, the week, and as long as they're under our care, we're making sure that, you know, we're renewing their medications, we're taking them to their appointments, you know, they're on top of their care. The family members are, are, are getting communicate, communi we're communicating with the family members as to how their care is progressing and how, you know, and, and it's just, it prevents them from going back to the hospital. It prevents them from going back from nursing, to nursing homes. And it really gives them the opportunity to age in place and to give them an amazing, amazing time, uh, you know, to, to they're ready, you know, it's a, for, for many, it's, it's a depressing time in their lives. You know, they, they, they can't do what they used to, what they were able to do in just, just a few years, you know, ago. Um, and it really gives them the opportunity to relate, to sit with the same kind of people in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, this, in, in a setting that really caters and, and, and molds towards their needs. Um, and we try, we try to be as, you know, to be as much. And I think the adult daycare, adult daycare in general, in, in general tries to focus on, you know, to mold it. We're not one-on-ones, but we try to mold it to, to their best, um, to what their needs are and to the best that we can do to help them on that. Amazing. So, and that was a very clear um, description of, of what the services people can expect to get in adult daycare center. If I never knew anything about it, you know, or if anyone, you know, if our listeners, that was extremely helpful. I want to move on to, to sure. now the, the relationship be, between adult day centers and their clinical partners. So, at the end of the day, when you're done providing them with their enrichment, with their clinical oversight and, and their, all the services that they're receiving at a center, at any center, so now they go home. Mm -hmm. um, and now they go home and the, the care is transferred over to the family member who's providing care sure. or sometimes it's a home care company or it could be a hospice, it could be whoever it is. So now you're, you're in communication with them. Now, Correct. what happens when, uh, when you see that the the care is starting the not the care but the level of functioning is starting to deteriorate? Well, what is the next step that that you would take? Because people, are, you know, especially at this stage in life, they're not they're sure. not coming forever. So, what's the next step? So, again, th this happens. Unfortunately, it can happen frequently. Again, in an adult daycare setting, we try to minimize that and prevent that. Um, we work very closely with nursing homes, with hospitals, with doctors, with their doctors. Um, and the second that we do see that, you know, I just now, I, you know, I was delayed on, on this, on this podcast. Why? Cause I was talking to a family member, you know, and she was, you know, she was explaining to me, you know, that, that, you know, he, he, there was something not to get into details, but basically his, his, his care or, you know, he, he had some issues on in regards to whether it's medical, whether it was, it was about his medication, whatever it was. Um, and right off the bat, you know, the director of nursing found out about it, contacted the doctor, and we're on the case. I'm saying the doctor is, is now in contact with a family member, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and there's not, not, this happens many, many times of where we have clinical meetings. We sit down and we discuss, where are we holding with this case? What are we doing? Where are we going with, with this person? Again, the goal over here is not really to discharge them, like in a subacute kind of mm -hmm. setting. Mm -hmm. We're here really to make them 
to, to, to make sure that they're cared for, they're gonna, they're gonna continue to come, and we actually try to maximize for them to come. I actually, uh, interesting that, interestingly, I'm sure people are trying to wonder, like, you know, what are the, what are the payer sources? How do people yeah, get it? Yeah, I was gonna get to that next. Oh, right, so I'll, I'll get, I guess we'll get to, get to that next, but. Yeah, let's hold off on that for a minute, go ahead. Sure, sure. No, but the so goal, the goal I really guess the, the, yeah, what's a, what, what is the goal? The goal is to keep them healthy as long the as you goal, can. I the goal is, right, so the goal is to really, there's, it, it doesn't, you know, we're just one little something in, in, you know, in their overall care. So we work with nursing homes. We work with, with hospitals. We work with their doctors. Um, we, we have very good, we have very, uh, good um, relationships with them. So, you know, we have many, many doctors. Their, their cell phone numbers, we call them right off the bat. Hey, John Doe, this guy has, you know, something's going on with this guy. You know, I, we, 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 need, we need to make an appointment right away. We would bring them to their appointment. We would actually even have, if, someone, if, someone is in a scenario, if someone's in a, a, a situation of where a family member cannot attend with them or they need someone there to support them, we actually have a driver who has cl a clinical background to be there with that client at that appointment to make sure the client's taken care of, clients you know everything has been communicated communicated to the doctor and then we are communicated you know as to what's going on with the client and, and again as we all know it's all about the follow-up and making sure that this person's cared for and making sure that we're following through with, with whatever you know whatever whatever was going on so i'm going to try to simplify this um yeah. so if somebody wants to know what you're doing basically a very large portion of what goes on in a nursing home during the day you can do in the community. Now, it's not the same acuity level. You don't have right. the same number quantity of uh, clinicians, and you don't have in-house doctors, but a very large percent um, of the, even the clinical care can be dealt with properly with the full systems in place um, in an adult day uh, medical center. But now, uh, before we even jump to finances, um, I'm just trying for the nursing home operators or whoever's interested in figuring out how adult day centers, um, how they interact with nursing homes. So when a nursing home is having a discharge planning meeting, um, seldom do adult day care centers come up because the real question is what's the setting where the patient or is going to live? So right now they're living in the nursing home. They're going back to the assisted living. They're going back to home. They're going back to independent living. It's not okay. Right. So then we go look at that side and make sure it's okay and make sure that there's someone who can provide care. You can't be successful with your adult day uh, center with no one caring for the resident at home, right? There has to be someone unless they're that Absolutely. level of dependence. So on the nursing home, usually in the discharge planning meetings, the adult day centers don't come up really that frequently, which is unfortunate because it can really be the key. You know, as you could have a family member, let's say, the, let's say you have a resident going home living with a daughter, and that's great. In the middle of the night, if the mom needs something or dad or whatever, um, the family member is there to care. Right. They have a job during the day, or they, they need to go on a vacation, or they need to go on a right. business trip, or whatever it is. A vacation or business trip, you wouldn't be able to help with. But if, but even during the day, you know, just like child care in the beginning of life, there's adult day care at the end of life. Where we're exactly. a tremendous resource, and you exactly. can you can actually help help them stay in the in the community um, even longer. So I'm just trying to think out loud what can be done. I don't mean necessarily me or you. I mean this conversation is definitely beneficial uh, sure. to increase that that 
to, I guess, to open up that conversation because for you, obviously, it's it's business, and for Absolutely. the nursing homes, um, it's it's good for their for for everybody for the hospitals. Everyone, there's so many conferences. Everyone's talking about how to decrease readmissions. I mean, the adult right. day centers is an integral piece, which is very seldomly discussed, or at least in my experience, I don't see that as part of the conversation. Is there a reason no. for that? And you know, I don't even care why. The what can be done to change that? Absolutely. So, so I guess to, for for reasons, I guess you know, it's it's just my you know, I definitely have a have a, a theory or a perspective as to why 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 it's okay. Go ahead, share it. But I I do feel I do feel that you know the way that the, the struggles within an adult daycare, um, you know. And even owning or running a facility, maybe a little easier, maybe less, little less, you know, regulated. Um, you know, unfortunately, as we all know, we go into the healthcare world, or we go into any kind of any kind of field. You know, it's a, it all comes down. To, a lot of it comes down to the dollar. You know, people always when they walk into an in, into a nursing home or into any kind of setting, right? The or as typical administrator, you know, for many they 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 want to grow. They want to grow within an adult daycare. I find that. The growth is all there, but, you know, talking about when you speak, I've spoken to many different, you know, administrators and people that are in within the healthcare field and they want to, you know, go beyond big and go to that nursing home level. And that's where the money's at. And that's, I'll be honest, adult daycare is if you actually make the, the calculation and, 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 and the way how, how it's ran and the way how it's structured, there's a ton of money in there. Now we're all getting hit in every direction with our HMOs and I'm sure we'll get to in a second with our payer sources and all that kind of stuff. But I can tell you that I feel that's one big reason why many people, you know, don't tend to go into the field. Now, talked about, I'll be honest with you, I don't feel like until the last maybe five, six, seven years, it was people, it, it wasn't a common thing. People, the norm was, you know, very, okay, you go to, you go to, you go to the hospital, you need rehab, you go to, you go to, you go to a, a nursing home, and then, you know, then you go back. Now the government gets, you know, there's a lot of regulations, a lot of, you know, the, the readmissions and all that. So I feel like that's the reason why adult daycares are becoming a little bit more, and that this kind of setting, home cares, why is so many home cares popping up? Mm -hmm. You know, because it's all about, you know, the, I think society is focusing a lot on, you know, aging in place, aging, exactly. at, at, right? So that's really, I feel, it's, and I think that's just, just, I guess the evolution of healthcare, you know, things change, things, society changes, the needs change. And I think that's, that's just, you know, I think it's just a co I won't say a coincidence, but you know, with time, I think these kind of settings are going to become more and more and more common. Um, are there more adult day centers that are opening now over the last few years? Like there's an explosion of home care companies. So it's hard to open. I'm saying there's different, you know, um, um, there's different, I'll be honest with you, I never opened up from scratch an adult daycare. Um, I do, you know, I, I'm very aware of what's out there and, and, and it is a little complicated to start one uh, to get your license because just they don't really give that many licenses out. It depends where you okay. are. But you is are, it happening? Right? Like, is are people happening? doing it? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I'm saying we just have one that opened up in Tom's River. Uh, there's one that's soon going to be opening up. Um, it's, it's very, sorry. Do you see me? Sorry. Mm -hmm. No worries. Okay, no, I, I got a call. I don't know why I got a call in the middle. It was on the silence, whatever. But um, 
basically there is a lot of different programs like adult daycares. Um, there's something called the PACE program. It's a it's funded by Medicare. I don't know the exact details, but it's basically also a, a the concept is very similar to what an adult daycare is. They actually have adult daycare services that are provided and they have home care that's provided. It's a very like, again, you live in a community, you live at the, I believe there's one in the Monmouth County, it's called Beacon of Life. It's owned and ran by Dan Chermak. I'm not sure if anyone knows, but basically it's very similar to, to the concept of an adult daycare. And I believe they even, they even have an adult daycare in there that's provide like social and clinical. Um, um, but there's a lot, there's a lot moving. There's a lot going in that direction. And there are adult daycares that are opening up. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So just uh, for the sake of time, we need to wrap up here. Let's yeah. let's deal with the million dollar question, which hopefully doesn't sure. cost a million dollars. Who pays for adult daycare services? You said free transportation, free food, free this, free that. Sure. Uh, the free ice means that they don't pay for it, but somebody's paying for it. So who pays for it? Sure. So for the viewers, yeah, I, I just bear in mind, this is New Jersey. Uh, New York has different you know, the way how it's ran, the way the reimbursements are different. Definitely there's more money in, in the state of New York. Um, and, you know, for example, in New York, transportation is paid separately than the for an adult daycare. In New Jersey, in the state of New Jersey, being that that's what I'm doing, that's where we are right now. Um, the primary payer source for adult daycare is Medicaid. Um, now, the, the we have actually a VA grant that we will get. We have many, many veterans coming our way. Um, I believe we're, I think the only veteran, uh, the only adult daycare in, in Ocean County that, that has this grant. Um, again, we help many veterans. They have, they can come up to two days a week, over five days a week, come up to two days a week to the, uh, to an adult daycare. Um, and they get up to five hours of service. So to answer the question again, it's Medicaid is a primary source, private pay, long-term, long-term, uh, long-term care insurance and um and this va grant um so now people always ask me what about medicare right does medicare pay pay for this and the answer is unfortunately not i don't i don't understand the concept as to why i think i think the amount of money that medicare spills into hospitals and into nursing homes is insane it's an astronomical number if you compare what they pay for adult daycares to to um and what we do for them and the amount of and and the amount of you know the amount that we can prevent we're, we're, I, I believe in the in, you know and i believe i know that they're going to save millions maybe billions of dollars you know if 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 they focused more on that model of, of adult daycare i believe in the future yeah, maybe it's you know it's going to take many many years maybe it will happen very soon the medicare will catch on i'm saying they already have this pace program that's that's again medicare funded they fund not fully but they fund to a certain extent an adult daycare model so i do feel like they're going in that direction but you know how you know how healthcare works this stuff can take a while so yeah that, that is a challenge but something you pointed out is that i find sometimes the the lower you go down the healthcare uh totem pole um you you get more bang for your buck. So in other words, the hospitals charge uh, an astronomical amount to sure. all payers. And yes, they get there's tremendous levels of care that happen in the hospitals. But right. as you go down, if you look at the nursing homes, the nursing homes are struggling because they're providing sometimes very similar services, especially now you know, where the, the hospitals today are the, the nursing homes today are the community hospitals of yesterday. And they're right. still getting the same reimbursement, right? That's right. not my line. If someone said that on the podcast, 
Um, and this is true, and they're still getting the same reimbursement, and they're still having IVs, and they're having all sorts of, uh, you know, um, pumped in oxygen and wound vax and all sorts of stuff that are going on, which generally don't happen and didn't happen in the past years, but the reimbursement has not caught up to the right. clinical expertise in nursing homes and probably, uh, I don't right. know the exact dollars and cents of adult daycare centers, and that's beyond the scope of today's conversation, but I'm sure it's less than right. nursing homes. And yes. they're so good. I mean, this is an amazing, amazing service. So Morty, before we let you yes. go today, first of all, thank you so much for sharing everything that you shared today. Sure. Um, is there, are there any final thoughts that you want to get off your chest about adult, adult daycare centers for those who are fascinated by our conversation so far before we let you go? Sure. So just a few things. Number one, um, so I, I happen to be, I wasn't sure what, you know, all the different talking points. Um, and there's so many more talking points that we can discuss, whether it's from marketing tips, you know, the staff that are involved in, in, in their care, which we touched a bit, the future of adult medical daycares, I feel that is something that, that's also a topic. Um, but I can tell you that, you know, for, I know that many of your viewers are, are nursing home administrators or people that are involved in, in nursing homes or mm -hmm. assisted living, you know, and, 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 you know, what's in it for you, you know, and that's really, you know, and that's something that I just want to quickly give you, give you an answer. What's in it for you is two things. Number one is that we all know rehospitalizations, readmissions are a big thing, a big, big thing in the way how you guys get, how we guys get reimbursed, how nursing homes get reimbursed and how, you know, there's different, they call it dings or whatever they, they call it. it mm -hmm. These, these are the things that are currently up, up on the front lines of, of nursing homes. And I, I believe on, on top of, you know, administrators' minds all the time. What, do, what can an adult daycare do? Number one is that we are in constant contact with the client as soon as they leave, for example, a nursing home. So when they get into that hospital, when they come to us, we know if they're in the hospital. We know exactly where they're holding in their care. If we're involved with a nursing home, like we're, we are with a few, we can, we're constantly in contact and communicating. Okay, this person just got into the hospital. You know, you want to, this is your client you know, and how many times we lose clients when they go into hospitals and end up in some other nursing home, right? End up in some other setting, right? And, and, and that not only for admissions, but also for readmissions, right? They have to be admitted to a hospital. Sometimes, they get, sometimes they're not admitted, sometimes they're just checked. So all these little things I feel can really tremendously help nursing homes. On top of that, we could also be a referral source. Um, and that is something that's a little tricky because you can't work with too many nursing homes, right? Because then everyone's like, okay, like who are you feeding? You're feeding me or you're feeding them. So you have to, you know, I feel like one or two people are, are, you know, are one or two nursing homes are very important to work with. Um, and really, again, unfortunately, these people are that are in their lives that where they're going to, you know, they're going to, they're, they're going to decline at times and they're going to go to the hospital. But guess what? We are, we have a good relationship with a nursing home or with, 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 with some kind of entity that can help them. And we will be in contact with the social worker, with the market and saying, Hey, you know, this person just, you know, uh, went to the hospital you know, this is, or, or we have a new client, then we know that they're going to end up to, they're going to need subacute kind of care. Again, we will be in, in, in that communication. We will be talking to, you know, to, to a nursing home or an assisted living or, and I'm, you know, assisted living is a little different because we can double dip between adult daycares and assisted living. But in, in, in the scenario right. of nursing homes, you know, that's really something that we can be a tremendous, tremendous help. So I hope that helps. Uh, That's a good question, though. I just, you know, that was very, very beneficial. I'm just trying to remember. You just uh, uh, you reminded me of something. I've, I remember having a nursing home resident, one of the higher functioning residents, going out to adult daycare centers for the day and coming back at night. Uh, is, is that, I, I don't in know. In nursing I, homes? 
Yes. So I'll be honest with you. I don't know how long ago that was. I don't know which state that was. I can tell you in New Jersey, that can be a little bit, um, again, I don't know what, what was going on there. I don't know. It, well, the question we had was double dipping. It was in Massachusetts and it was a Medicaid patient. And it could be we ended up stopping it because. It is double it is double dipping because in, in, in Medicaid's eyes, they look at it as if you're in a nursing home or an assisted living, and that means we, they, a nursing home where they said, let's say the assisted living should provide all the services that we provide to the client. So they're paying gray and assisted living. It. So it is a little bit, a little bit, you know, a little bit more than gray uh, area. So I'll be honest, like we don't, you know, we're in our center. Um, you know, we, we have many different right now, I didn't really elaborate too much about Ambassador, but um, we went through a big, big management change, a big change within the marketing, the vision, the whole, the, the, the whole nine yards. Um, bar, thank, thank God we've been going in the right direction. The last 10 months, there's been a tremendous revamp in many different, in many different ways internally. And now we're focusing on the external marketing and, and, and just, just developing the company. Um, and marketing, just, just in general, if you look into adult daycare, if you walk into any adult daycare, I'm saying different places, you know they have different they have different populations, but the there when you walk in there you will never it's very very rare and in today's world in today's world of adult acres to find only one specific ethnic group or usually there's a lot of, there's different groups there's like you know a Russian group a, a Hispanic group and so on and so forth so you know so I, marketing towards in that direction they come usually as groups they they love coming together you know whether it's from their building low-income build, low-income housing and stuff like that, so. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like a club. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, Morty, if people want to learn more about you or more about your center, where's the best place to send them? So, I'm saying, would it be okay? I, I, I don't mind, um, I don't know how many viewers you have, but I, I, is giving a cell phone number okay? What are you, you can, uh, or, but let's, uh, or email? What, what's the URL to the website? The, it's www.ambassadordaycare.com. No, that's perfect. Um, okay. Maybe we could, we, could leave, we could leave a phone number in the show notes. You could send that to me and we could put it there as well. Absolutely. Probably not the best for the, uh, first for the on podcast. podcast. I, I guess that's not the, the point, but okay. No, 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 that's perfect. All right. Thank you, Morty, so much for sharing that information. That was absolutely amazing. Um, sure. Really opened up a whole new part of this conversation of exploring and understanding the dynamics, the inner workings of the adult uh, care in general, not just daycare, in, in, in all the different types of settings. So really, that was really very, very beneficial. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you uh, uh, for having me. And uh, I hope I was a tremendous help for your viewers. And I can, I'll be honest, there is so much more, and there's so much you know, more in the way how, how adult daycares are moving along. Even now, there's a lot of information that we haven't discussed, but you know, I hope it's all right. Maybe you know, maybe down the road we'll get to an episode two. We'll, we'll see how we react it. to this. Do it. Yeah, we, we definitely can do that. But thank you so much for all that you've shared today. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Now that you've enjoyed this episode of the Nursing Home Podcast, I'd really appreciate if you'd rate this podcast and let everyone else know what an amazing resource this is for those wanting to learn anything and everything about the nursing home industry. So head on over to ratethispodcast.com slash nursing home. Again, ratethispodcast.com slash nursing home. Leave me a review and let the world know what an amazing show this truly is. 
thank you so much for listening, and make sure to stay tuned and subscribe so you don't miss any other episodes.